mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And this is Final Hour Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Don't forget, Sportsman of Colorado joins us here at 1 o'clock right after we go off air. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4 here today to answer your questions. We have a line open, the Affordable Interest Mortgage call-in line, 303-477-5600. Paul and Loveland, you're next. Uh, good morning, John, or actually, I guess, good afternoon. Now. Well, good afternoon now. Yes, I have six minutes in. Here we go. I... Uh have a question, actually a couple questions, on a 2016 Nissan Frontier. I've had it for five years, and I use it very, very little. I have had three oil changes on it, all at the dealership where I purchased it. Uh, the first oil change I had was using Mobile One Synthetic, and I apparently coupon-driven. My second two were with conventional 5W30. And I'm wondering if I'm setting myself up here for problems, and is there some action I should do to go back to synthetic, or just looking for your opinion on that? I, I would only use, in today's world, I don't care what vehicle we're talking, in my opinion, and I know that this is debatable even inside of the industry, but in my opinion, Paul, there should not be standard oil on the shelf any longer and or even blended. We should have all synthetic across the board in every vehicle we use today, period. Okay. Uh, is there any uh, trick to converting back? Do you need to do any purging or anything like that? No. No, you can just, you, I mean, you can literally mix the things, you know, between synthetic and, yeah, exactly. A, blend, so, a blended oil so, is that. You know, I know that early on, back in the 80s, there were issues when they were first releases, potential issues and stuff like that. But, yeah, today we are okay with things moving back and forth. Um, given the, the long exchange intervals, going to synthetics obviously going to help keep things from breaking down a little bit. Little BG uh, MOA additives, always a great little shot to, to make sure things are staying up to snuff. For the long uh, change intervals there, but uh, you should be in great shape just to move back to synthetic. Okay, so next time around, just go ahead and make the conversion. Yep. Yeah, and okay. it really, and, and you know, it, we call it a conversion, but again, back to what yeah. Jeff said, Paul, you have to remember that when you look at a shelf and you see blended synthetic oil, essentially it's about 25% synthetic, 75% standard oil and they mix that together in the jug and call it blended. So you literally, even if you've got, for everybody listening, if you're running regular oil and you've got to top off with synthetic because you don't have any other oil around or you're out on the road, that's all you can find, you can do so. Or if you have a full synthetic oil change and all of a sudden you're a quart low and you need to run you know, regular oil in it just to get things topped back off, you can do that as well. It does not matter. Okay. It's good to know. Uh, things have changed a bit over the yeah, years. You know what? That, and by the way, that's a great universal question, Paul, because a lot of folks still just don't 
really understand or comprehend. And part of that is our our industry's fault in in two things. One, there's lots of wise tales still running around inside the industry where if you ran Pennzoil all these years, you can't run any other brand. Or if you ran synthetic all these years, you can't switch to regular. Or if you ran regular all these years, you can't run synthetic. By the way, all of which are false rumors, false myths. They are not true. You can run any oil as long as, here's the caveat to oil on all modern vehicles today. It has to meet the API specs for that vehicle, for that engine. As long as the oil does that, it doesn't matter whether it's regular, blended, or full synthetic. It just has to meet the API specs. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Very good to know. Okay. Uh, if we have a moment, second question. Go ahead. No, you're thing. fine. Go right ahead. The, uh, the vehicle came with tinted windows. Okay. I really don't care for them. Can they be removed, the tinting removed, and is that something I can do myself? Yes, and probably will have to because you're going to have a hard time paying somebody to do that job for you. The best way to do it, and you have to be really careful, but let me give you a tip on how to do this. And, and most, again, most window tinters don't even like doing this because it's a royal pain in the neck. And I understand what you mean because with tinted windows, it's especially at night when it's dark and so on, it's really hard to, to see out of and so on. But the way to do that is to get a... You just go buy a box of straight-edge razor blades where you can – and don't put them in a tool, by the way, because it's the worst thing you can do because you'll actually end up scraping and scratching the window if you use a tool. The idea is to get one edge of it started and use some Windex in a – you know, a soap water Windex, whatever you want to do. You want to keep the window wet, the, the film wet is what I'm getting at, but you literally are going to scrape that tint off with a razor blade. Oh, okay. The only way you're going to get it off. You want to kind of start on one edge, start peeling, and if you can kind of get it going, and I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm doing the motions on air. Nobody can see me. But if you can start peeling it back, and then, you know, you kind of run the razor blade down along the edge of the tint and just keep, like if you're going to remove a sticker from something, just keep using the razor blade to pull the, the glue and the film off as you're moving it along. That's the idea of how you want to do that. But it gets harder okay. the older the car gets. Yeah, and boy, the longer that tint's and, been and if, sitting yeah, on there. If it's been there, which in your case, 2016, you might be in pretty decent, pretty decent shape still. But yeah, some of the older vehicles and where it really gets dicey is folks trying to remove this when there's the wire for the defrosters on the rear. It's literally all you might as well just put a window in it at that point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and I'm primarily concerned about the uh, the cab windows, the driver's side, sure. passenger side. Sure. No, no, you you can you can remove it that way. But again, you you're either going to pay somebody to do exactly what I just told you to do, or you're going to do it yourself. You might as well just take a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Now, one thing that can help as well is if you got a really good, you know, either a heat gun on a low heat set setting or a hair dryer on a high setting. If you can if you can heat that up a little bit, that also helps. Okay. Be, be prepared and, uh, for finger cramping. Oh yes. Yeah, it's a pain in the rear. Oh. But but yeah, again, I, and sure. the reason I say don't use a tool, the tools tend to give you more pressure, and that's where you end up scratching the window, and, and you can scratch it. So you got to be careful when you're using that straight edge not to scratch the window, but, but you can do it if you're careful. And once I get it off, is there any uh, special tricks to cleaning it? Or no, just, just use that razor. So then squirt the window down again with Windex. Use that razor blade again to get whatever remaining glue is there off, and use a fresh one, by the way. So, so you need more than one razor blade. You're going to go, go through, through four or five per window yep. You know, by the time you're done. So just buy a box of razor blades from Napa or whoever, and just, you, know, you can buy a whole box of them that way, and they're good to have around the house anyways. They're not that expensive. But, yeah, when you're done, you're going to take a brand-new razor blade, wet it all down nice with some Windex, and then scrape all that off, and then just wipe the window down one last time with window cleaner. Okay. 
Sounds like a plan. Okay. Maybe I'll do one side in 2020 and one in 2021. There you go. Do the <laughs> driver's side first. <laughs> very good. Thank you for that. You're help. very welcome, Paul. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving and appreciate the, the phone call. John in Denver, what's going on? Oh, I got a uh, Subaru Impreza with a turbo, and I uh, just noticed lately it's using oil, and I did change over to synthetic. I think that's mainly what I was been running, but I was wondering – had another car that used oil too, and I'm wondering if the problem might be in the turbocharger. This car probably only has about 60,000 miles on the car. It runs great, by the way, but uh, it uses a little bit of oil. And uh, I went on a 1,600 mile trip. It used about two quarts of oil. So um, I was wondering if this, uh, the, the seals in those turbos are different. They're not like a rubber seal for the oil. So I was wondering if that. By your experience, what did you think? Boy, it's tough. It's a tough call. It could be blow by, could be coming out of the turbo. Although low miles, typically I would not look there first. I would look at other areas to find out, you know, where's the, I guess next question I would ask, and this would be something to look at too. Do you have any oil residue down the intake tube at all coming out of the turbo? Uh, no, nothing visible at all. So and you have no. What about in the air cleaner box itself? Any visible oil residue there? Hmm. I could look in there. I haven't thought of looking there. Because that would be blow by if you've got any there. That'd be the next thing to look at. I see. Do you see anything okay. coming out the tailpipe at all? No. No oil well, there at all. No smoke. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not behind the cars. So it's hard to see. Sure. Well, you, I mean, what it, it, a lot of times you, you you can visibly see it in the rearview mirror is is the only reason why. Yeah, I asked, oh, okay. and I didn't ask how much is it using and how many miles, John. Um, this was a 1,600-mile trip. It used about two quarts of oil. So it's one every 800. You'll never see that. Uh-huh. And, and as a matter of fact, just as a side note for everybody listening, one quart every 800, if that car was brand new, the dealer wouldn't even fix it. What? Nope. Uh, they will not. Crazy. If you look at most of your owner's manuals, and, and the way they do that is typically the factory, unless you get below that 800, and they would they will be very... Um, uh, pointed in how they actually measure that. Unless you're using a quart every six, seven hundred miles, they're not oh. fixing it. Wow. Okay. So really, I'm not saying that you shouldn't fix it, but I would just take a really close look. You're not using that much, and I know most vehicles today don't use any oil, but a quart every 800 to 1,000 miles, you, you, it's not worth spending money on it to fix. I see. I have another question for I also had in the past had another car. It was an 89 Ford Pro, but it had a turbo. Mm-hmm. And around town, it would use a bit of oil, maybe more than that, but not, not enough to know it's reasonable. Then on a long trip, it would not use any oil. Mm. That was really baffling. Yeah, stop, stop and go traffic is always harder on an engine than just, you know, straight, you know, straight drive, yeah. you know, uh, you know, st- you know, keeping the RPMs level and so on. Okay. All right. I guess that makes sense. And, and what, right. and, and I, I didn't ask, um, on that car, does it have options for two different weights of oil, or is it telling you just use one weight? It's just 530. Just mm-hmm. 530. Okay, so there's no. Yeah. The other thing you could do, and I would do this before I did anything else, by the way. This is uh, for you and anybody else listening. Go ahead on the next oil change and use the, the BG EPR product, the engine performance restoration. See if we can't get the rings loosened up just a little bit, which they probably will. And then run a can of 44K through it at the same time. And then when you do the oil change on the new oil going in, put the BGMOA in it. And let's see if we can improve this at all. Hmm. Okay, that's an idea. Okay, right. and if any, if all those do, well, then you know what to do every time now. 
right. I will almost bet you that it'll improve it. Huh. Very good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot. John, thank you very much. We have lines open, 303-477-5600. Text line, by the way, 307-200-8222. Myself, Jeff Corwin, we'll be right back. Drive Radio. Russ, hang tight. KLZ 560. Changes in your routine shouldn't stop you from achieving your health goals. John Rush recommends Dr. Julie Marchial of Ascent Health Center as your personal weight loss guide, giving you the confidence that you need to see real results. Dr. Julie wants to provide, enable, and assist you in developing your highest quality of life. As she coaches you through the HCG diet program, you will start to see significant weight loss without starving yourself. HCG is a hormone that uses non-essential fat for energy. The homeopathic-based HCG diet teaches your body to burn excess fat first, leaving behind only the fat that your body really needs. Call Ascent Health Center in Lowry or Inglewood now. Schedule a free consultation with Dr. Julie to check your BMI and resting calorie burn. Call 303-343-8800 or visit RushToReason.com to find Dr. Julie now. Get the support you need to achieve the goal that you've been dreaming about. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy. But it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com.
All right, Sammy Hagar, I Can't Drive 55, the uh, best road trip songs. That's the question of the day. 303-477-5600. Lines are full as soon as somebody drops off. Call us. We'll get you right on air. Russ and Cheyenne, what's going on? Happy Thanksgiving, Russ. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Um, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, hey, you were talking to that guy about taking the tent off? Yes. One one other thing that can help you get that off, too, is a steamer. Oh, true. Yes, good, idea. good point. Um, yes. I mean, I don't have a garment steamer. I've got an actual steamer for cleaning, cleaning grout and stuff. Yes. And it, it literally just makes it come off the window. Ah, good point. Um, I didn't think about that, Russ. Good job. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. The last one I had to take off was out of my Mustang, and I used that steamer on it, and I, I barely even had to use a razor blade. It just right on. Good, good. Thank so, you. Good tip. Yes. Yes. So, uh, um, Paul, if you're listening to that, use a steamer on those windows. Yeah, it'll definitely help. Perfect. Um, so I got a buddy that's got a, a Jeep with the 04 in, or with the six or the four liter in it. Okay. Yep. And he called me and asked me a question on yesterday, and I didn't know the answer. Let's um, hear it. He was changing the rear main seal on it because it was leaking. And uh, what year is it? He dropped. It's an '87, I think. Okay. Is what it was '87 or '88. And. Uh, he dropped the, the rear main cap because the guy that had done it before had just covered everything in silicone. Uh, well, oh, okay. And so he dropped the main cap and back there, and he said that when he did, it smelled like somebody had died. All the and, old uh, oil in the bolt threads and yep. stuff, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I've never had one stink like that, but I guess it was bad enough even his neighbor came out and said. Oh, yeah, no, I've had some stinky ones. Yep. Yep. So that one is, it's probably, that's probably an 87 with a two-piece seal. The later ones all had one-piece seals. That's why I asked. Yeah, it is a two-piece. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And they leak so, no matter what, even after each other. Yeah, and that's what I kind of told them, too, is good luck with that. But <laughs> Yeah, that's going to leak no but, matter what. Yeah, well, the, the guy had just that owned the Jeep before him apparently had used a tube of silicone trying to solve the issue. Uh, that does, and by the way, that, as you know, it, it does worse. not solve it. It makes it worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, but yeah, that's that was the thing. I've never. I mean, I've I've taken engines apart before. I've never had something stink that literally your neighbor's complaining it smells that bad. I've had a couple. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I've yeah I yeah I've had them. Okay. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I can't on, tell you that it's on any particular vehicle. It's, it just it just happens. You know, as a side note too, I do believe you can just as a just food for thought for him. I believe they make okay. a conversion where you can change that over to a one-piece seal. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe uh, I believe there's a company. You'd have to go look, but I believe there's a company that okay. makes a one-piece seal conversion kit for those four liters. Well, that would be good because he's got a pile of them, and every single one of them is. Oh, they all seems like. Yeah, it seems like he's changing seals constantly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's a company out there that does. I mean, again, don't don't quote okay. me on that. You you you'll have to look it up and, and tell me. But I'm pretty sure they make one. Is that one where you'd have to just drop the tranny and put it in? Yeah, you have to get the tranny out of there. Yes, to. because yeah. to do one piece seal, yeah. you got to get the converter and everything out of the way or the clutch or yeah. whatever's there. Yes. Yeah. I, as soon as I said it, it, it made sense. <laughs> I mean, I know they make adapters for. Almost every other two-piece seal type engine, Chevy, small block, whatever. I will be shocked if there's not a four-liter one-piece conversion out there somewhere. It was nice back in the day, though, when you didn't have to pull a transmission know, to, do to do a, do a rear, rear main. main. 
They still suck. Yeah. 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 They were still I mean, You're still awful. getting, you know, raining oil in oh, your hair. Yeah. Oh, I hated those. When one came in, it was leaking. It was just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. You got to do it. So you just do it. But you're you're yeah. right. Yeah. Well, and you get the well, best. I mean, there is the, uh, the pleasure of uh, having the skin treatment. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, moisturizing your skin. Yes, that's right. Yeah, no, you, you end up with nice oily skin when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yep. No, no, okay, you're on the well, right track, Chris. Uh, no, I just, I never, I never had one stink like that. So. Yep. They can. He just wanted before he put it back together. He wanted to make sure there wasn't something he needed to know. There about. is no. It oh. just is what okay. it is. Just, just rotten oil. Yep. That's all it is. Okay. That's what I needed. All right, Russ. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, let's see who is next here. Bill in Lakewood. Bill, welcome. Call number two. You're fine. Anyway, uh, I come from the generation that only old cars burn oil. Well, in 1994, I bought a brand-new pickup truck with a 454 in it. They used oil. Every 500 miles. So I griped about it. Chevy doesn't con- – back then, I'm sure now, too, didn't consider that excessive. Right. Yep. It's just something – every 500 miles, I put a quart of oil in it. Yeah, those those were because of the just the sheer – you know, volume of the pistons and so on. If you had a big block Chevrolet period of any kind that would go over a thousand miles without using oil, you had a really, really good engine because typically they would use oil between you know five hundred and a thousand miles pretty much regularly. Well, this thing runs great still. I still own it. I mean, it'll out pull anything new. It's it just that it burns a quart of oil, mm-hmm. and it's got a dead battery in it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Okay, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Bill. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, no, those big blocks would use oil, no doubt about it. Mickey and Loveland, what's going on? Hi, uh, John. Thanks for taking my call. And for the driving song, I always liked uh, Golden Earring. I don't know that song. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen. Who is the band? Oh, oh, Golden oh, never mind. Charlie just told me. Yes, yes, yes. Good song. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I got a 2007 Honda Odyssey van. We want to put new tires on it. However, the TPMS doesn't work. And you can't just change batteries in those. You have to buy all new things. You got to buy a new sensor, yes. Yep. Yeah. Not, they're not well, very expensive, like, though. Well, discount tire wanted to charge $60 each. Yep. That sounds about right, and then they'll they'll have a little bit of calibration or programming to do when they when they put them in, and it might be included in their cost for them. Oh, so that that's because you can get them on Amazon for like eighty dollars for all four. And Amazon is the install it yourself pricing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Discounts, you know, got a markup in the part and so on. I mean, yeah, can you go out and buy those sensors? On your own, cheaper, even from Napa. Yeah, yeah, you can buy them across the counter, even from Napa. You just have to find a tire store that'll then install those. Some will, some won't. Some will not install someone else's part. You'll have to ask. Okay. All right. So let's. But yeah, those, those sensors will run. You know, even you buying them yourselves, they'll run anywhere from twenty to fifty bucks, depending upon. You know, for example, I, I, you can buy them right here from mm-hmm. Napa for around, I don't know, $35 a piece from Napa. You can, you can yourself. But you need to have some sort of calibration tool to make them correct. Every vehicle's different, and yes, vehicle. that, yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, then you've got to have them installed at the same time you do your tires. 
Okay. All right. Well, I, mean, I was just kind of surprised that. Kind Did of their 60 a piece include the reprogramming? Oh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't uh, go that I mean, so that, was that 60 a piece out the door? You, the vehicle works, everything's ready to go, it's done, all that? I would assume so, yeah. Actually, not a bad price, frankly. Okay. Uh, do, I, mean, I needed to know. Yeah, I mean, I know it sounds high, but... You know, and by the way, everybody listening, yeah. those things will, those have batteries. They only last a certain amount of time, and once they're mm. once they're done, they're done. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I always monitored my own tires, though. Maybe yeah, I, I know. I, you, you, again, this is one of those government mandated things, Mickey. That yeah, a lot of us did prior yeah. to this, and it was never an issue. But the government came along and said, nope, every vehicle is going to have that from this point forward. You can actually thank the Ford Explorer slash Firestone tire debacle for the reason why we have TPMS sensors today. That is where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, I'm, I'm right. dead serious. That's where that law came from, is that. Yep. And there's some stuff on, depending on the year your vehicle and when they rolled them out, I believe once the system has failed, I think you're still, you're allowed to put like standard tire valves in the in the in replacement tires, but... I, I don't know. I don't know on that yeah. one. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, once again, laws. You gotta. Yeah, you and, know. and yeah, and each, each, um, each tire installer, I guess is probably the best way for me to say that is going to have a different policy on how they do Correct. that. So, some will not do anything unless they put it because of the Ford Explorer Firestone deal and all the lawsuits yep. that went with that, Mickey. That, that's number one. Just as, this is great information, by the way, Mickey. Thanks for for bringing this up because here's the other thing people don't realize: the reason why most tire retailers will not sell a used tire is because of also what we're talking about. Also why a lot of tire dealers will not do a tire install without the proper TPMS readings because of the liability lawsuit side of the fence, Mickey. That's where all this is coming from, and it did stem from the Ford Explorer Firestone tire problem. Wow. All right. So there you go. That, that's why all that is the way it is today. Kind of stuff with the extra cost then it is an extra cost you are correct yes so yeah. you know and no not being political here but anytime the government gets involved in things the cost goes up yep you got that right yep that is how it works right. well done Thank mickey you. thanks and by the way great great universal yeah. question there and something we haven't talked about much but yeah the reason we have the tpms sensors on every vehicle now and have had now for numerous years Gosh, how long has it been? 15 years now, probably? Mm, Late 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at least. So we've had it for a long time now. That all came from and stemmed from the Ford Explorer, Firestone, call it what you want, and what they determined, just as a real quick history lesson here, what they determined and why those tires were having problems is essentially they were running around, most of them underinflated. Ford had a real low setting in the first place for that tire because they wanted the nice, cushy ride. That's how they sold the vehicle and so on. So they were a little underinflated on the door sticker to begin with. Well, then, if people didn't check tires regularly, they became even more underinflated. Well, we know that an underinflated tire creates more heat because there's more friction. That's where the tire blowouts happen. The vehicles rolled over, and that's where that whole thing you know, really came from. The best thing you could ever have done on those Ford Explorers back then, or in my opinion on any SUV, is go put a regular set of uh, uh, six-ply tires on instead of the four-plies they come with, and you, frankly, won't have any what? issues going down the road, period. What? You don't want to run passenger car tires on your SUV? No, I want an LT tire, not a P tire. 
<laughs> and they came with peas well, that's for why, passengers. That's probably why I have so many uh, XL-rated tires now where it's 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 basically the same tire but a, a different sidewall design to, yep. to manage the SUV weight. There you go. Well said. We'll come right back, folks. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change. All without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG.
All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, Aerosmith there, Charlie Grind playing things for us. The question of the day is, what's your favorite road trip song? All right, up next is, I believe, Phil is next. And Dakota, Phil, welcome. Yeah, well, uh, you, uh, you talking to Carl up in uh, Wyoming? Was that his name? Uh, Warren. Warren. Oh, okay. He must have been listening to the same national progressive radio station I was listening to when he was talking about cosmic rays. <laughs> they, were, they were talking about uh, how voting machines, the only thing they could figure out was the uh, cosmic ray was hitting it and flipping the... Ah, there we the go. View. There's a good answer. Yeah. One. And then they connected it to the uh, Toyota runaway throttles. Aha. Uh-huh. Got it. Same thing. Gotcha. And But I was wondering, every time I hear about that, I'm saying, well, why didn't they just put the thing in neutral? Uh, you know, I, Phil, I was we were on air, of course. We've been on air for a very long time. But we were on air back during all of that debacle, and it was the one question we continued to ask. In fact, even interviewed some folks from Toyota back in the day. And I think that's the biggest question a lot of folks had. Why didn't you put it neutral and then turn the engine off? I, I never could. And really what they ended up figuring out, for everybody listening, uh, it's pretty much a known fact today that it was literally the floor mats getting stuck on the accelerator pedals that, for the most part, were causing those runaway vehicles. That's why today, again, you see most vehicles have a snap for the floor mat so that it cannot move around inside the vehicle. That's why you see that today. Ah, uh, because I, I, you know, it's better to blow your engine than to blow through an intersection at a hundred. Oh, uh, you think? Yeah, sure is, Phil. People did. Yeah, but you know, people get, yeah, not trying to be rude here, but Phil, there's folks out there that I think barely got a driver's license, nonetheless, are going to do the things you just mentioned. Yeah, like I said, turn off the ignition, you're going to lose power, brake, and steering, but you're still better than uh, accelerating. Um, Phil, I think some are doing good to go from P to R to D. Nonetheless, do the things you just mentioned. <laughs> I'm All not right, exaggerating when I say that. I, I Believe me, I put enough miles on, so I, I run about 20,000 miles a year between home and here. And trust me, Phil... Uh, I think I've pretty much seen it all, and there are some out there that I, I they are doing good to get from P to D. Well, we know most can't use a directional, and that's a no. really so, easy yeah, thing to so use. So, Phil, asking them to go one step further and turn the vehicle off in that scenario, uh, y- you know, yeah, I think we're asking for a little too much at times. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. It's like they don't know the rules of the road, and they sure make a make it tough on everybody else. Let's just say that if it weren't, I'm convinced of this, if it were not for a lot of defensive drivers out there, we would have a lot more accidents, Phil, because there are a lot of folks out there that just don't get driving, period. Well, I've always thought, you know, instead of spending all this money on a lot of stuff they do, they should have a public service announcement that uh, re-explained to people that, uh, you know, what some of the rules are, because they apparently forgotten since they got their driver's license 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you're correct. Can't, can't argue with that. You're correct. All righty. All right. Appreciate Good it enough. very much, Phil. Thanks so much for the phone call. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Jeff, in western Montana. How are you today, sir? I'm better than I deserve. How about you guys? I'm doing very well. We're great. Thank you. Yeah, getting ready to, for the ritual sacrifice of the turkey here. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, a comment and then a question. comment is on that uh the exploder, the explorer thing that uh, with the tires. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all sorts of unintended consequences. 
when the government gets involved. And one mm-hmm. of the unintended consequences is I have a 2007 sport track, as you know. Excuse me, something caught in my throat. And um, I cannot rent a trailer from U-Haul. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that's rated for 6,500 pounds. Correct. On the tongue, or towing, but they won't rent me one of their smallest trailers because of the liability of uh, of towing. Mm-hmm. Even though when you put light truck tires on there, there's no liability. But it's, you know, that the unintended cons- consequences of the government getting involved, it just drives you crazy sometimes. Um, my question is around a, uh, my grandson in uh, Round Rock, Texas, just got a uh, 83 Chevy Silverado from his grandfather down there. And he's in the process of getting it run, and it hasn't been running for a number of years. So I was just wondering, is there anything that I can recommend to him that he do? I mean, I already talked to him about tires. Those tires need to be replaced right away. But uh, in terms of engine and transmission and stuff, just start with all fresh fluids. I mean, if you're anytime, this is for everybody else listening. If you're buying a vehicle, don't know all the history, don't know all the maintenance records, or don't have them, don't have access to them. I don't even care if a vehicle's forty, fifty thousand miles old, Jeff. I would start fresh with all fluids. Yes, tires, of course. I would also look at battery, age, what's stamped on it, those sorts of things, just to make sure that you're, you know, up to speed and don't have any issues down the road, and especially just after buying it and starting driving it. Okay, so fluids and rubber, basically, belts and things? Yep, belts and, you know, depending on how many miles, I don't know if you even said. I have no idea yet. We I just found out yesterday. Yeah, I mean, ask miles. I mean, any more belts and hoses are pretty much 100,000-mile uh, pieces on most late-model vehicles. Uh, again, you need to look at them and inspect them and make sure there's no you know issues there, but any more, most of the rubber inside the engine compartment will run that long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was... Uh, getting on my daughter a little bit because she was born in 79 and this truck's in 83 so i said gee that truck is only four years younger than you and that's funny that did not make her happy <laughs> that's funny <laughs> well good so, good for him thanks a lot thanks jeff happy thanksgiving thanks for all you do for us we do appreciate it very much wayne and Greeley, what's going on wayne Hey, John, uh, I'm sorry it was so late to call, but You're fine. Um, I just happened to think of something, and I've been having a garage door put on today, so I didn't get in here. No, you're fine. Uh, and I had to say amen to all your comments about these drivers. Uh, I've seen many, many, many of them, and I, I saw one yesterday I on a main street in Greeley going along in rush hour traffic about 40 miles an hour, fairly close to the guy in front of me, closer than I would like to be, or usually we're not. But a lady backed out of a driveway right in front of us. Mm. And the guy in front, I, I was following an expedition, so I didn't see it. And he slammed his brakes on. Well, I slammed mine on. I got this new Acadia. I hit him, and I got this raw, raw, raw thing. And the guy, and then I happened to think behind me, and I looked up, and here come this Jeep. Well, the guy in the expedition, he started rolling, so I touched my gas pedal and rolled ahead enough. None of us collided. Mm. But uh, I did this real hard, you know, uh, push on the brakes. Is there anything that that might have been detrimental to the car? Or I know they're supposed to do that, but uh, should I check anything or keep an eye on anything since I hit the brakes so hard? No, 
I don't see anything. Uh, modern vehicles today, no. You wouldn't have any issues hey, at all, Wayne. You'll be fine. I, I stomped on that gas pedal with all the pressure I had, and she come to a stop. <laughs> but And thank God the guy ahead of me rolled. Uh, he started moving. And when he did, I saw this guy coming up behind me. I just touched the gas pedal, and boy, uh, I took a deep breath. And uh, <laughs> but I just saw it coming. Anyway, that's all I needed to know, John. I didn't know, you know, if there was. I know it was really hard, a really hard break. And no, oh, you're I, fine. Not going to bother a thing. I had okay. one of those the other night. Same experience, going about 60 miles an hour down. Sixth Avenue, somebody decided they wanted to come right into my lane and I had to slam oh. on the binders really fast and no, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna do anything, just keep driving. Was that in your bolt? In my bolt, yep. Didn't throw the batteries off from underneath. No, they sure didn't. Nope, they're all still there. <laughs> you got Perfect. her. John, happy Thanksgiving Thanks. to y'all. Thanks, Wayne. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, man. We really appreciate you. And uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. Steven Westminster, JR, hang tight. We'll come right back. We've uh, got time probably for another phone call on top of that. Give us a call, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. 
Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, last segment before we head into the Thanksgiving week. We appreciate everybody calling us Born to be Wild. Good song, by the way. We're looking for uh, those songs you like to take road trips in. Steve in Westminster, you're next. What's going on, Steve? Hey, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. Likewise. As it is, we still have a lot to be thankful for. We sure do. We sure do. Thank you. Yes, very so, well said. Uh, uh, road music, almost anything by the Eagles. Good one. fine. Yep. Hey, uh, I've got an R, uh, Alexis RX350. I need to do a, a, a brake job, just yeah. the front. And I am going to be towing a teardrop trailer. It does have a towing package. And I got onto the Napa website, and they had, I think, three different types of, of rotors. Help me understand which one I ought to get and... Should I consider that drilled and slotted? No, rotor? you don't need the drilled and slotted, but get their top of the line rotor. Uh, you know, you want okay. the you want the, the there'll be a you know kind of a good, better, best, and you want to get the best rotor. Yep. You don't need the the drilled in and and all that as far as the rotors go. In fact, in some cases, you can end up with more hassle than what you're actually bargaining for when you do those, because then you got to match the pads and do all sorts of other things. And j- just do the uh, OE you know pad replacement, the high end rotors. The trailer you're going to tow, I assume, will have a trailer brake on it or no? Well, you they're small and light enough where you, you don't need to have one. And that's why I was considering the, the drilled rotors. As I understand it, there may be 20% more stopping power. But, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, you, you could, I, although I, I guess the next question, how often are you going to do this? How often are you going to tow it? Well, we're we're entering retirement. We're going to go camping. That's about the only thing left for anybody to do. So true. I, you know, it's not going. It's not going to be constant. You know, more Maybe more mountains or flatland or a little of both. Well, a little of both. Yeah, you know, if it doesn't if it doesn't have trailer brakes, you could. You know, I'll probably retract what I said a moment ago. If you're not, if it doesn't have trailer brakes and there's any weight to it at all. Uh, doing mountain driving and so on. Yeah, I probably would look at the heavier rotors, you know, the, the drilled and slotted rotors if they're available for it. And you said something about getting a, a matched set. You want to make sure you're matching the pads to those particular rotors is what you want to do. Okay. So if you buy them from the same source. You should be fine. And it's part of a package. That's okay, right. Okay, good. Yes. All right, guys. Well, okay. hang in there. Thanks, Steve. I Thanks. appreciate that very much. No, happy Thanksgiving to you, and appreciate the phone call as always. Jr. in Denver, you're next. Well, thank you. Yeah, to talk about road music uh, uh, from the Moody Blues, a couple of songs, Eternity Road and uh, Ride My Seesaw. Those are good. Uh, yeah, they are. Music songs. Yeah. Moody Blues. The question I had. Okay, I have a four, uh, 2010 Forerunner. What parts? As far as for the engine and for the brakes, should be OEM only. 
as opposed to aftermarket. And what year is it? Uh, 2010. It's funny. Jeff and I were just talking about uh, parts and parts availability and how old vehicles get and so on. And the reality, JR, is as a vehicle gets to be even six, seven years old in the factory's eyes, they're not going to sell as many factory parts for those moving forward anyways. And keep in mind, a lot of the factory parts you're buying, uh, you know, unless it's an engine or transmission, something along those lines, typically is coming from a vendor for Toyota or Ford or Chevy, or I can go down the list. So the reality is they don't make their own parts anyways. They're an assembling company anymore. They don't make a, a lot of parts. Even the interior is all is all, you know, done by somebody that they just get the best, you know, best bid from, and that's who becomes their vendor. So you're not buying factory parts, even if it says Toyota on the label. So when you say what should be factory and what should not, as long as it's good, solid, high-quality parts, it doesn't matter. So you have no problem with, like, like for brake parts, pads and rotors from now? No, the Toyota doesn't make their own brake pads. Pardon that? I said Toyota does not make brake pads. Okay, so you couldn't go to a Toyota store and buy brake pads. You can buy a Toyota-branded brake pad, but it is not a Toyota-manufactured brake pad. Okay. Make sure I say that correctly. Right. Okay. How about for engine, like like maybe a, a EGR a EGR valve? Or Same thing. A they, they, they do not make electronic components. They don't make an EGR valve. They don't make spark plugs. They don't make a mass airflow sensor. You know, they right, are farming right. all of that through Denso or somebody that actually makes parts for them under an RFP for that particular product for X amount of time. Okay, so good bet to stay with Napa uh, parts in that? Yeah, and, and again, in, in all the aftermarket, whether it's Napa or anybody else, you're going to find in not all cases, but in a lot of cases, you're going to find a good, better, best in that particular product line, and I don't like the good and better. I only like the best. Best, okay. Okay, right. makes good sense? Advice. No, appreciate it, JR. Yeah, By the way, great question. Thanks for that. I really appreciate it. Mickey, you're our last caller today. What's going on, sir? Happy Thanksgiving. Best, well, not maybe not the best, but I tend to push on the gas pedal too much. So I like the Beatles and Elvis. Nice. But so I don't push on the gas pedal so much. Nice. And for the that earlier EMP question? Yes. Older works well. Flatheads forever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, yeah, those will run. No, no doubt. Sure will. Yeah, little known, but in the thirties, your octane, re- your octane was only forty. That's yeah, yeah, it was not very much. That's true. The quality of fuel so, was not very good. Good point. So even if you got, I mean, back in the day, we used to go get av gas, right? So we, you know, for our high, high compression cars and. Yeah, go down there, go down that strip a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well said. That's exactly right. With eighty-seven, it'll take a long time for eighty-seven octane fuel to degrade to forty. So you'll still be on the road with lots of gas. No, that's true. No, very well said. So just thought I'd throw that. No, in no, now. you're right, Mickey. No, well said. Happy like, Thanksgiving, man. I appreciate your call as always. Uh, yeah, you bet. Take care, man. I appreciate. it. Don't forget, Sportsman of Colorado coming up here. Next here at 1 o'clock, we got a couple minutes here left. Myself, Jeff at JC's British and 4x4. And, yeah, on behalf of all of us here at Drive Radio, myself, Jeff, and so on, all of the sponsors here, uh, I, I know I can say this on behalf of each and every one of them. We do want to wish each and every one of you a happy Thanksgiving, you know, even in light of everything going on and some of the restrictions we're under and so on. And what you decide to do is I'm a, I'm a freedom kind of a guy. So, you know what, if you decide you don't want family over, that's your choice. On the same token, I'm a guy that says if you want to bring family over, and enjoy your Thanksgiving, that's your choice as well. 
So I am a guy that believes in choice. You do what you think is best for you, and I'll do what's best for me. And I tell you what, we'll all get along a whole lot better at the end of the day if we all did that. So that's how I view things uh, happening in Thanksgiving. But, hey, what's happening over at JC's British and 4 by 4 Jeff, as well? You just, you just finished some nice projects. Yeah, yeah. We just got a Cummins R28 Defender 110 swap done. Okay, so explain so, to everybody what that is. So the Cummins R2.8 is a diesel kit engine. Four-cylinder. Four-cylinder, turbo diesel. Um, that Cummins introduced as a crate engine for At, swaps. Just for that, right? Well, yeah. So for, for any swaps, you know, and uh, certain companies like Axis Industries is uh, has created a kit for Defenders. Um, so we can do that, that installation. Uh, this customer wanted a couple other options, got the AC added, added some stereo work, added a plow because he's going to plow his property up in the hills. Nice. So, yeah, that one finally just got delivered yesterday. Long-term project right, and there. If everybody listening, by the way, that's a really, that's a nice kit. And even if you're just interested in how those look and work, go by JC's and check one out. You've got one there where they can just take a peek at it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, got an R28 kit going into my Defender if I ever get back how, to How well do they run when they're all said and done compared to what was in them? Um, the stock tune is about the same power as the V8 that originally came in those trucks. Okay. So it's pretty good. About a hundred and I think that the, the stock tune is rated at like 160 horsepower and like 280 something foot pounds of torque. Some fairly good torque number there. Okay. Um, they had some, some updated tunes. I think that, uh, they have one that's not an emissions compliant tune, which gets you even further. Um, and then when you factor in, factor in the RPM range and everything like that, you're really ahead of the curve. Right. And, and the mileage increases And the mileage increases, and it's basically darn near probably twice the power as the factory Rover diesel. You have to change fuel tank out when you're going from one to the other? It doesn't matter. The tank, no. They, they got retrofit kits for that. So, so you're in good shape. Yeah. Pretty 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 clean swap when it was all said and done. So, and by the way, that 2.8 kit is good for other vehicles, not just Land correct. Rover. That's why yep. Cummins did that, yep. correct? Yes. Older Jeeps, you name it, you can correct. do it in a lot of different correct. vehicles. Very, very common. Uh, if you jump very on versatile. YouTube, they got a, 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 a Cummins Repower channel where you get to see lots of projects. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Awesome. Okay. Again, that's JC's British and 4x4. And I say this a lot. Don't say it enough. You can go to Jeff's over at, J, over at JC's. No matter what you're driving, you guys just did a really great hidden winch kit on a GM vehicle, so yep. it doesn't have yep. to be a rover to get done what you need done. Yep. You guys can handle it all. Yep. Phone number, how to get hold of you? 720-227-9118 or service at jcbritish.com. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to every happy Thanksgiving to everybody that calls in, listens each and every week. We do appreciate it very much. We are very, very thankful for each and every one of you. I know I am myself, and, and I really do appreciate it. But, I, again, I can speak on behalf of all of our sponsors here as well. So, again, thanks for all that you do. You guys have a great Thanksgiving week. Uh, next week we will not be. We're going to take some time off. We'll be a nice rerun show next week. We'll be back the week after, though. So enjoy your week of Thanksgiving. This has been Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.